Hi everybody, welcome back to Della Della Bills, a way of life to build personal wealth and financial freedom. I'm here solo today, so no interviews, no guests with me. And I really wanted to spend today living in the moment, talking about, you know, today, July 11th, 2022, what's going on in the world and what's going on in our lives and, and touch on a couple topics that I think you guys feel and you see, but you really need to take the time to plan accordingly as, as things have changed really in the economy uh, in terms of inflation, in terms of other things that have really hit us hard over the last couple of years. You know, I will say, I feel like the last time I felt, you know, like life was pretty stabilized and, and, and I knew what to expect and there was nothing kind of crazy coming around the corner was, you know, early 20, 2020 before the pandemic. We we have seen so much happen and so much as, as a result of the pandemic. I think some of it's direct, some of it's indirect, you know, but now we're living in a time where, you know, inflation is, is just crazy. I was reading an article the other day and, you know, our inflation back in the in May of 2022, the, the rate was around 8.6%. That's the highest it's been since December of 1981. So if that tells you anything, that's, you know, it, it's it's been a while since we've seen these these record highs in terms of inflation. And I know a lot of a lot of you people, I'm sure you talk about it, you hear about it in passing uh, in, in, you know, general conversation, but it's good to think about inflation in, in the respect of your money and what you can buy with it. So much like when you travel to different countries and you convert currencies, you know, you have the you have money that, that increases in value and decreases in value based on where you're coming from and going to in terms of how far it can take you. Well, inflation and then on, on the other side, deflation is the same concept. So if you think about it, your money is going much less further much more quickly than it used to. And when I say used to, I mean like six months ago, eight months ago, used to. So that's a big deal. And that really should force you guys to think about even more so than you were before, how you're spending your money and how you're treating your money. And you know, it's not going as far. So you really need to be very calculated with, are you still on budget? You know, I want you guys to be looking monthly at your budget, to be tracking what you're spending. And that's also why I think it's really important to have a budget because you can start seeing how, you know, these numbers, the inflation and, and the, the increase of, of inflation and how it actually impacts your household and the people in your home, relatively speaking, and really how it's, it's eating away at your income per month and what you're doing to, you know, to, to prevent that or are you still, you know, quote unquote on budget? How is it impacting you? And I think that's, that's the key here is, you know, we really need to know that it's it's happening. It's it's a thing. We can't just change it. It's actually something that's out of our control, which is, in my opinion, very scary. I know that you know the Fed's working on increasing interest rates at a speed that they're trying to really rapidly combat this. But I will say, I know people, you know, myself included, who maybe got a two three percent raise this year. Think about it. Think about the inflation rate versus what you're what you're bringing in and then on top of that your you know maybe your annual incentive or annual annual increases from your employer so if you think about that like that's not usually that two three percent is really baselining 
and adjusting you for inflation. Well, it's not even coming close to that right now because inflation is you know three four times what what you're potentially getting as as an increase from your from your employer. So all of these things are you know again things that are are slightly out of our control. But are but are things that we there are things that we can control and, and again I always go back to that budget looking at what you're spending trying to you know trying to really curb some of that I know for me personally over the last couple of months my grocery bill has increased probably sixty percent I know that inflation is not quite that high so I'm I'm wondering what's going on but again it's it's nice to it's it's nice that I know that. I know that and then I can make adjustments. I can either start looking at different types of food, you know, maybe instead of combining a, you know, some prepackaged meals that usually cost a little bit more because they are prepackaged, they're a bit more convenient. And, you know, maybe trying to cook a, a little bit more from scratch. So buying more, you know, kind of raw foods and unprocessed meals. And, and that's something that we've looked into personally. And, and just trying to figure out ways to combat some of this. But again, inflation is not something that we can really like do much about at this point. But on the, on the spend side, on the cost side, you really can try and, and, and not spend as much or, or you know, flex where you're spending. Because there are, even though it hits everywhere, it does hit different areas, different sectors, different commodities differently. So you guys are probably really seeing it and feeling it in the grocery store, probably really seeing it and feeling it at the gas stations. I know I am, but you know, so, so there's, there's certain things that you really need to try and make an effort and, and really take large actions and steps to mitigate that even if it is temporary because hopefully this is temporary and we start to see that kind of downward curve from an inflation standpoint. But I wanted to talk to you guys about inflation, but also, also the economy right now, and just fair warning, I think some of you guys probably know this, but we are probably going to, and you know, don't hold me to this, but within the next six, six months to a year, we'll probably come into a recession. And, and in recessionary times, that's when people really find, you know, they're losing jobs, you know, the, the, the market is really, you know, consumer spend is less. So if you, if you have your own business, a small business, a mid-sized business, that could really impact you from a discretionary spend standpoint. Think about the upcoming holidays. I know we're still, you know, six months out from Christmas, but it could really hit and impact our economy negatively as we get closer to those holidays. And really, this is a natural progression. This is a natural ebb and flow of how an economy works. So it's not anything to be nervous about, but it's definitely something to be mindful of and prepared for. So as we kind of prepare mentally, you know, prepare our families, prepare ourselves for a recessionary time, there's things that I really want you guys to prioritize a bit differently maybe than you would normally. And one of those things is saving. I can't say it enough, saving, saving, saving needs to be what you're focused on. And if you do not have an eight month emergency, and that is eight months of what you're having to spend, what your expenses are each month. So again, go back to your budget, calculate those numbers, and then figure out what your eight month emergency is. I want you to spend the next six months working towards that. That is absolutely critical, especially, especially during these times in our economy where again, the ebb and flow is happening and it's really ebbing in the wrong direction for, for us. 
in, in so many ways, it's helpful to kind of limit naturally the and, and the inclination for consumers to spend. Absolutely natural, and it's actually um, a good part of the of the economic behavior that that we're seeing. And it's again, it's very normal. However, it does impact individuals very differently. And like I said, once things start to kind of slow down, it impacts businesses. And then once it impacts businesses, they start to lay off, they start to shrink to help from a cost standpoint if maybe they're not making the revenue or the sales that they were anticipating uh, previously or they were getting previously. So, you know, all of these factors included, you really wanna make sure you have the cushion in case anything happens. You never want to, you don't wanna worry and lose sleep all day, every day over this, but you always want to, you know, prepare for the worst, but expect the best, you know, expect, be optimistic and, and be, you know, one, be thankful for what you have right now and, and, and keep, keep doing a, a great job at your job or in your job um, and keep learning, keep growing that knowledge so you have the skills, potentially the transferable skills if you do lose your job, but also be prepared for the worst. I mean, it definitely doesn't hurt to have that cushion and then worst case scenario if something happens in a recession because unemployment will inevitably go up then you're in a good position to kind of ride it out. So I just wanted to mention that along with inflation because usually those two things tend to go hand in hand when you talk about and when you look at kind of cyclical you know, inflation and then recessions and how the, the economy works. I know I've heard some people here and there talk about a, a depression. I don't think that it's gonna get to that level, but I do think COVID impacted the world very dramatically and I don't think anyone really saw it coming, you know, with the supply chain issues, with shortages in raw materials, with transportation concerns, now with, you know, people not wanting to go back to work and, you know, labor shortages in terms of they don't have enough people to fill the roles and how that's impacting the economy. I don't think anyone really saw this coming and it's clearly not gone away yet. It's still still very present. The real estate market with just, you know, the, the prices of, of houses skyrocketing. I think it's kind of leveled off now with people just multiple bids over ask, you know, waiving inspections, waiving appraisals, all of this stuff. It's very crazy. But I think that's kind of starting to die down. Some of these things are starting to, to kind of level out and, and stabilize a bit. Um, but I do see a recession coming. So I think it's really important for you guys to prepare for that the same way you prepare for hopefully for for an exam in school or you know prepare if you're going on a trip you're going to pack the right things you're going to make sure you have everything you need in ahead of time and although this is much harder to plan for because we don't know exactly when it's going to happen start now that is my advice to you guys is start right now build up that savings if you have to reduce a bit some of your long-term either investments or retirement I would honestly do that just to make sure you have your savings in place because if you don't have your savings in place, that can snow, worst case if something were to happen, that can snowball. And then you might not be able to, you might have to tap into your retirement. So if you can spend a couple of months maybe scaling back on what you, again, some of your long-term investments, uh, some of your retirement investments to build up that savings, I highly recommend it because it is going to save you in the long run and not force you to have to dip into those, you know, those other longer term investments if you need them in, in a crunch. Again, if you lost a job and you can't 
uh, seem to recover from that, or maybe you have a, a health issue that you can't seem to recover from, and that creates job loss, so on and so forth. Things can happen. We've lived through the pandemic. I, 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 I would say nothing is off the table at this point. So those are the first two things I wanted to talk to you guys about. The last one is, and I, and I again, I'm going to do a podcast specifically on the things that I'm investing into because I think I think people, that's the, the scariest thing for people is I don't know how to start. I don't know where to start. I don't know how to invest. I don't know what to invest in. So I just want to speak a bit generally to investing and what's happening now with the market. I, I've mentioned it in a few podcasts that like 2022 has been an insane market year so far. It's been all over the place. I just looked at my accounts and I, I mean, everything is red. <laughs> so everything, everything's going in the wrong direction. You know, the performance is just, is just horrible at this point. And that being said, there's, there's some general trends, especially I'm going to speak mainly to the S&P 500, but there's some specific trends I want you guys to hear and some data that I want you to hear because I read this the other day and I thought it was extremely powerful. If you hear this information and then really think about before you do anything, before you freak out because your investments are tanking, I want you to listen to this first and then I'll give you some some general advice and then we'll kind of wrap this up. So first of all, stay calm. If you're investing and if you're young and it's long-term investments, I would say 10 to 15 years plus, you don't even expect to look or touch at this month, touch this money. If you're investing in really, really good, good quality stocks, good companies, good quality mutual funds, good quality ETFs, keep doing what you're doing, okay? And honestly, I would say if you can, if you want to keep feeding those and you want to auto invest, don't even look at it. Because the more you look at it, the more you think about it and you see the red and you see the trends, you it's probably best if you just don't look at it because this is what happens. Things go up, things go down. And, but I would make sure that you dollar cost average. Dollar cost averaging means you put in a set amount every single month into whatever funds you wanna put into. And doing that will help offset the volatility that you'll see daily, weekly, monthly that's happening in the market today. It will allow you more control and, and to really seek those really higher, more efficient returns instead of putting a lump sum in now and a lump sum in because that, then you're trying to time the market and you will never win if you try and time the market. So dollar cost average and put it in to really solid companies, solid stocks, solid ETFs and solid mutual funds. Over the past 20 years, the S&P 500 has had a 9.5% annual gain. Okay. Do you hear that? But if you missed just 10 of the best trading days in that 20 year stretch, your annualized gain would have been just 5.3%. So you would have reduced by 4%, almost half, if you would have missed some of those trading days. So that is, that's one example of why you don't want to pull money out and then put it back in because you could be missing out on, on some really important, really high days where you're making good money. Additionally, if you missed the 30 best days during that 20 year period, your return would be less than 1% annualized. You'd be going from 9.5 to 1% if you missed the top 30 best days 
of trading, or uh, sorry, of the market in any given year. So that being said is like, there's no reason for you guys to pull out and put money back in. You're going to inevitably, one, depending on if it's short, short-term or long-term capital gains, you're gonna have to pay a significant amount on that, on that money. You're gonna have to pay income taxes. And then just to put it back in, if, if you're going for a loss, if you're, if you're going for a gain, there's so much that goes into it that, that it doesn't make sense. And especially if you're young and you know, you're, you're, I would say 50 or younger, and you're not gonna touch that money for a while, leave it and don't look at it. The other thing is usually, and, and it's happened a, a couple of times, is like the best days will come right after or right before the worst days. So over the last 20 years, those 20 years that we were looking at, seven of the 10 best days occurred within two weeks of the 10 worst trading days. So again, trying to time the market, trying to understand the market, there's a few things you can do in terms of how companies are functioning and what's happening in the state of the economy that can help you understand the market a bit in real time. But it still fluctuates so, I, I would say, in, in, it's, it's, it, in such a way that doesn't make sense that it's hard for you to actually sit down and justify what's happening in real time, let alone try and interpret it in advance. We don't have crystal balls. Most of us are not psychic. There is probably going to be more harm done. There will most likely be more harm done than good. If you try and time the market, if you try and pull in, pull out, it's not going to go well for you. It's not going to be the best um, suited activity or practice or behavior for your investment. So just leave it alone. If it's stressing you out, do not look at your account for another year. I promise your money's still going to be there. Over time, you will be fine. But that's just some advice in terms of like what's happening today. I think it's a, you know, it, it's, it's a very crazy time. And I think people are looking for answers. They're looking for how do I make up for the inflation and for the amount that I'm having to pay for, for you know, um, services and goods these days. And to be honest with you, one of the best long-term investments against inflation is the stock market. So although it looks terrible and gloomy now, over time and overall, it's going to be your best bet. And so that's why I don't want you guys to freak out. I don't want you guys to pull money out. I don't want you guys to even ch throw a bunch of money in. Keep doing what you're doing. Dollar cost average into really solid stocks and you'll be just fine. And again, I want you guys to make sure that your money goes as far as possible. You work hard for it and you need to respect it. And so again, that, that's it for today. I appreciate you guys for listening. Next podcast I'm very excited about. I just came back a couple weeks ago from my wedding. So I really want to touch on big events such as weddings, but also vacations, how to budget appropriately for them, how to handle it if you have not budgeted appropriately. Or in our case, and it's a little spoiler, you know, we had to add about, you know, 20 to 40% of the cost on top of our wedding for various things. So I'll get into that in the next podcast. But in the meantime, always remember, respect yourself by respecting your money. We'll talk soon.